This episode is sponsored by Podcorn, the marketplace for podcast sponsorships. Do you have a brand you'd like to share with the world? Or are you an up-and-coming podcaster looking for sponsors? Why not consider Podcorn, a new platform that connects podcasters with brands in a collaborative and flexible manner? It allows podcasts of any size to easily connect with sponsors, as well as giving brands another voice in which to advertise. So alongside host-read ads, brands now have the opportunity to promote their product via interviews, giveaways, or reviews on podcasts. This allows brands more of a direct connection to the listeners and their target audience. Having used Podcorn as a podcaster myself, I've found the opportunity to expand our show into the night too good to ignore. So check out the link in the show notes for further details. Podcorn, the next generation for native podcast advertising. Welcome back, loony listeners. This is episode 129 of Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. You are here with your High Priest of Conchu, Ray, and I have a very special guest for our very special segments tonight, and it is uh, Joey. Joey, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me on here, man. Yeah, likewise, it's, it's been great. It's great to have you on. I mean, we've tried to schedule it uh, previously, obviously... Um, conflicts with both of our schedules but i'm very glad to have you on here i I am very excited to talk about our our segment tonight which will be our avatars of vengeance so very much in the gaming sphere joey i understand you are a um a gamer uh yeah (laughs) i i would say that yeah i do run a gaming podcast and i tweet about games a lot so Good, good. I mean, those those were the two clues that kind of you know got me, got me kind of thinking. Call me Sherlock. I put two and Gave two together. Gave myself away. <laughs> uh, but loony listeners, thank you for joining us. So we have Joey with us, and uh, we are going to look at Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, which has been out for quite a while now. We've been trying to you know been waiting for the the phase of the moon to be the correct one. I believe it's the last quarter. I could be wrong. I never do check these things before the show. But uh, as Contra decrees, um, in the last quarter, we always look at our video games. So, uh, yeah, so we have Joey with us. Now, before we just quickly get into... Um, before we do that, I just want to quickly shout out. We are, oh, we have recently entered the Patreon sphere. Um, so we have a Patreon page there. There'll be a, sh- a link in the show notes. Uh, please consider joining uh, there's oh man we've, we have big we have big plans for for the show um just need a little coin a little assistance from the kind loonies so uh never fear our show will always be uh, always be running but with a little help we might be able to do a little extra so i just wanted to give a shout out to what i've done and you've heard last episode um we have some patron members already which we're very grateful for uh, with thought of maybe crediting them so uh our the co-producers for this show uh, are Wayne Hunt, Josh Johnson, and James Young, our patron members. Thank you, guys, our co-producers. And we have an executive producer. Uh, this is a higher tier. Uh, I believe uh, he went for the Jake Lockley Patreon tier that we have. And uh, so a big shout-out to Dustin Kurtz. 
He's um, executive producer for this episode and this month. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Be, so, be sure to check out the Patreon page. Um, but, you know, enough of that schmozzle there, Joey. <laughs> um, uh, I guess we first time we've had you on the show, as you mentioned, you do a bit of podcasting. Uh, you tweet about games. Why don't you let the loonies know a little bit more about yourself uh, and about the, the podcast that you have running? Sure. Uh, actually, before I do that, though, real fast, I, there's something that I've been meaning to ask you since like, I started yeah. listening to the show. And yeah, sure. can you do an American accent? I can do a fantastic... No, I can, I can try. <laughs> um, I, I, actually, another podcast, I, I, um, they asked me to do one. So if you give me a sentence, Joey, I'll try to, you know, I'll try to recreate it. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'm going to keep that in my head. I just wanted to get that out of the way before I forget. But um, okay. my name is okay. my name is Joey. I mm-hmm. uh, I run a podcast called Jump and Shoot. We started out as a Mega Man podcast, and we slowly kind of turned into a more general gaming thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Pretty much, almost always do episodes about either like action games, JRPGs, all that kind of stuff. And I personally learned how to read from the first Zelda. The Legend of wow. Zelda on NES, so that's my claim to fame. Wow. Do you, do you have any preference of like types of games that you play? I mean, I know there are a lot out there, a lot of different types. Are you one for, um, what are they, is it called Far Cry? I can't remember. It's a very expansive, explore, you know, exploring. Mm-hmm. Like an um, FPS so. adventure game, sort of. FPS, or Far Cry is more like one of those. stealth shooter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would yeah. say, I would say my, my biggest genres are like JRPGs, action games, uh, some FPS, but kind of like older stuff, like Counter-Strike okay. or Unreal, that kind of stuff. I don't really like modern shooters. And uh, I don't know, That's I pretty much play, I, I feel like one of those like basic like white girls who are just like I listen a little bit of everything except rap and country <laughs> but I really do play a little bit of everything except most sports sports games so I'll just say that much. Okay. Right. No, I mean and and how did you why why choose you mentioned about Legend of Zelda why Mega Man for Oh, how did I get to Mega Man from Yeah, the, I mean uh, that seemed to be the main focus, right? For for much of the podcast yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, I think it's because like Mega Man is one of the first games I ever played, like the first one for NES or NES, mm-hmm. depending on like how much of a like wiener you are. I say <laughs> NES because I'm a wiener. But either way, like that was one of the first games I ever played, and it broke my spirit so deeply. Oh, so my wow. entire motivation as a kid was like, at one a.m. I'm gonna beat Mega Man, and then <laughs> Mega Man X came out, and I could beat that one because it was a lot easier. And then yeah. that just, like, set me spiraling down this thing. So Mega Man has always been, like, my series, you know, like, my favorite series, probably. So okay. I was, like, I, I when Discord kind of started to pick up steam, I started joining Mega Man Discords and stuff. Because apart from that, like, the really only thing out there is Reddit and mm-hmm. maybe, like, sub-communities and stuff. So yeah. I was posting on this Discord, and I found a couple dudes who... Or maybe they found me, you know, it's difficult to say. But yeah. we we came together and uh, we started talking about Mega Man and we're like, hey, you know, we talk about this ad nauseum. Why don't we just start a podcast? And then it became like a little ADD because we were like, but I want to talk about Castlevania and I don't want I want to talk about Final Fantasy. And then it just sort of spiraled out of control. That's fantastic. I mean, I find like 
you could argue that uh, many podcasts start because there just doesn't seem to be, uh, you know, something out there that kind of feeds your passion, right? You know, as you mentioned, Reddit was was the only thing kind of really there, and yeah. sometimes it's just like, well, you got to bloody just do it yourself, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's you, you of, really do. And there yeah. wasn't any like specific Mega Man. I, I'm sure you encountered the same thing when yeah. you're like, I like Moon Knight. Let me start mm. a Moon Knight podcast. So yeah. I see a lot of parallels. Yeah, I mean, exactly right. I remember looking, um, you know, just doing the odd um, podcast search for Moon Knight, and I come across a couple. Uh, one of the loonies, a big, uh, big shout out to Matt. Matt Fuss is an Aussie as well. He did a Moon Knight podcast. Uh, a fair few years ago, uh, long gone, long finished, but he did a, a wonderful kind of recap of the, the Charlie Houston 2006 run. Um, and, and that was kind of like, but that wasn't enough for me. I think there were about, I can't remember, I think right. about six to ten episodes. It's like, oh man, well, you know, what about this beautiful Lemire run? What about the Mensch run? Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I guess it was just like, well, let's get our hands dirty and let's do it ourselves. Um, Hang on one second. This is just off the cuff, uh, Looney's One second. I think I've got. I think I've got it here. But while while you're finding that, I will say that I th- I'm pretty sure I definitely did listen to that podcast oh, while really? before yeah. I found you. Before I found oh. you, deep in the stars. <laughs> yeah. Um, so okay, just uh, Looney's as well listening. You know, obviously we are a podcast. We do have a video which some Patreon members will have access to. So this is more of a visual thing. But Joey, have check out. This is um, that's a Mega Man that I have. <laughs> oh, hold on, let me see. I'm so blind, dude. Give me. Uh, one. It's is that a Mega, Mega Man, Man three. Mega Man, Mega Man three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was. Um, that was amazing. the only. That's the only one that I I, uh, I got for the original Nintendo when it came oh, out. Oh, that's PAL. That's why I didn't recognize yeah. it at first. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, Box art's ridiculous. <laughs> such a ridiculous... <laughs> I heard it's coming back, though, isn't it? Aren't they reselling it? Or uh, Maybe the... not that any... Well, maybe like... No? Okay, so there's a, a, a company called Limited Run Games, and what they do is that they either repress or remake like uh, older games or games that don't get an official release. Mm-hmm. So, and th- there was one for Mega Man X recently that came out, and it wasn't through limited run, but some companies do do that from time to okay. time. So maybe I don't know. That's what I'm not. You know what? I'm kind of a shitty Mega Man fan now. <laughs> I, I have like been out of the loop a little bit in the last couple months. So are you are you to tell me as well that there are Mega Man's four to nine as well? Like is Mega Man There's, X ten? Yes. Wow! No, oh god, oh, that's no. dude. Okay. That's man. That's the that's a <laughs> rabbit hole. Uh, so okay. no, there's actually mega. There's like five different Mega Man series. Do you want okay. this spiel? I'll make it quick if you if you want to hear it. Abs- absolutely. This is Avatar's Adventures. We're talking gaming here. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, so there's the classic series Mega Man, and that's like the one that you have Mega Man Three. All those mm-hmm. games pretty much play the same, barring a couple different dynamic or gameplay changes that are really small. So yeah. there's eleven games in that series released sporadically throughout the years and then there's the x series which started on super nintendo which is kind of like a evolution of that but it's still pretty similar and then there's the zero series which takes up from Mega Man zero and there's like four games of that then there's the zx series which is only two games it's like a little bit more metroidvania style and then there's battle network which is like kind of an rpg slash almost like pokemon ish kind of game i guess that'd be the simplest way to describe Mm -hmm. it and then there's Star Force, which is a continuation of that. 
and Mega Man Legends for PlayStation, which is like a there's a three games in that series, and it's like a 3D action adventure. It's way different mm-hmm. than anything else. And it's I the same anything. the same guy though the same little dude with the blue oh, costume. That's a loaded question, man. You don't want to <laughs> no? piss. So uh, Mega Man, <laughs> Mega yeah. Man is different than Mega Man X. Okay, okay. and <laughs> Zero is a character in Mega Man X, and right. then ZX is a whole different thing. It just the general idea of Mega Man is there after the classic series, but it's not the same dude, the same okay. robot boy. It sounds like um, there's there's quite a world involved in it, right? There's a whole. I guess you could make oh, yeah. an animated series if you wanted. Like there are set, there are a couple. Are there? There's a Ruby Spears one that was made in the '90s, dude. You need to watch it because it is the campiest <laughs> thing. It, you know, it was concurrent with like the X Men series and like yeah. Fantastic Four and all that stuff. Yeah, and it, right. it's like in that same vein because like Ruby Spears did, I believe, like Scooby Doo and stuff. Uh-huh. And this show is ridiculous. There's like a, a clip where, first of all, Mega Man, a Japanese like anime style robot gets an american cartoon series and there's one part where he like his brother is like his enemy and he goes to shoot Mega Man, but then he's like i can't win so then he points his buster toward a statue of abraham lincoln and so Mega Man jumps in front of it it's just it's ridiculous dude. it's all i can do you can't see you're just listening to this you can't you yeah. can't see it but i'm just throwing my hands up it's always like, up in arms literally literally yeah buster arm yeah yeah if That's you've cool. never if you haven't played a Mega Man in a long time man i really think that you should give x a spin i think okay. you'd like it it's pretty similar to the old games well for any loony listeners listening out there that might have an inclination towards it We'll definitely put them in the show notes as well. Uh, try to get as much info as we can. Like I'm, I'm learning on the fly as well as Joey tells me this sort of <laughs> stuff. So th- this is great. I only thought there was just like one little blue dude with a cannon hand, and that was it. <laughs> that was it. I, can I just say I love mm. mansplaining Mega Man to you? Like Mega mansplaining. <laughs> It's, it's my favorite thing now. Mega Man explaining, I love it. I love it. Can we just have like like seventeen episodes of me like just talking at you about video games? Because I'd be really into that if you. Ever I, I, this is I'm a sponge <laughs> with that sort of stuff. I will I will eat it up. You know, <laughs> even though I might not have the means to play it, it will be fun to listen to. No, no, um, for sure. <laughs> I'm gonna try and gonna try. Is it on Xbox? Is it on Xbox? Was it? I've got the old yeah. one. Three sixty. Three sixty. Oh, there's Mega yeah. Man Nine and Ten are on that okay um, well there you go easy and mega easy. man 9's my favorite i think that's actually a decent yeah. starting point but it's hard as hell okay. so it is what it is you, you underestimate my prowess when it comes to no no i don't, I don't have any, <laughs> any prowess. hey man if you could beat mega man 3 like in like on nes back in the day like mm-hmm. I, you could you'd have no problem i think oh really Most, oh, cool yeah i think so but I mean, like um, games these days, don't they have like an easy, normal, hard level that you just choose? You predetermine. Yeah, difficulty now is so like, ubiquitous because it, there's just so many different layers of it in most mm. games. Um, I think, man, that's a whole other subject, though. But it, in Mega Man games, especially in Eleven, which came out last year, this is a really mm-hmm. good example for this. Oh, actually, no, two years ago now because it's 2020 because we're in the future. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, when that came out, there's like four different difficulties. So there's like a newcomer setting and uh, casual. And I'll just say that my girlfriend, who sucks and hates Mega Man, was able to beat most oh. of it, like no problem, on the lowest difficulty. On the lowest, okay. So. And uh, and Joey, what do you what do you set your dial on? Do you go straight for the 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 seasoned season ops or? Uh... <laughs> See, I'm a masochist when it comes to video games, dude. I'm like. 
I yeah. always try to play things in the hardest settings, if, oh, if possible. But it Man. really depends on the game, though, because yep. Mega Man, like, okay, so only 9, 10, and 11 in the original series have difficulty options. Mm-hmm. There's And so I don't think, this is, another, again, another can of worms, but I don't think that those, dif- like, the higher difficulty settings above the default are, like, very well balanced, so I usually okay. stick around the normal. Okay. But if you remember this from Mega Man 3, you know how you get different boss weapons and stuff when you beat them? Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? I don't know. It's, I might, Vaguely. It it's be been literally, time. I think, 25 years or so. But <laughs> Gotcha. No, I feel you. Well, either way, you can just play with your default buster and go through the whole game like that. Okay. And I think that's a really fun way to play it. It feels like the game is designed to do oh, what you want with so, it. So you, so so you that, challenge That's a slider. Okay, so you challenge yourself, you mean, by, by just choosing mm-hmm. to... Okay, okay, no, that, that sounds good. That sounds Sometimes. Good. I, I've, I've also... I can speedrun Mega Man X. I can, my time is not anywhere near what like the world record holders can do, but I can beat it in like just under 40 minutes and get oh, everything wow. in it. And wow. 9 as well. I can do 9, 11. I actually had the world record on 11 for a little bit on PS4. But you did really, yeah. But that was like awesome. when the game first came out, and I'm like, well, not not the whole game, but stages. So I just okay. like there's like time attacks. So I was like going through there, and yeah, speeding through. But people have cool. smoked me since then, <laughs> <laughs> so that's where we are. All right. Um, moving on though, uh, so your podcast also has recently encapsulated Moon Knight, obviously, and and you went through. Yeah. My gosh, how long did it... You, you, you burned through the whole Moonlight collection. How, how quickly did you go through it? Oh, man. So this is, this is like me perfectly encapsulated because I just get super into something and I just binge it. Yeah. And I think I went through from episode you know zero or like this first appearance in Werewolf by Night all the way up to the end of the... Um, no, the, the annual in pretty much like... Two weeks, I would say. Hey, jeez. Yeah. Some of it I've read, some of it I haven't. So you kind but of like I would skipped say... a little on the ones that you had read before? Yeah. No, no, I read the oh. whole thing. Like, literally, oh, yeah. like, every single issue. Except there's, like, a couple um, appearances and stuff that I, mm-hmm. I may have missed or I couldn't find or, you know, obtain yeah. digitally. Yeah, and... Right. Uh, <laughs> and so the, I, there's, I'm sure there's a couple gaps, but I think I, I've read all the important stuff well, pretty much. I mean, I listened to your episode. It was a very thorough episode going through, you know, the whole canon of Moon Knight. Um, That's very kind of you to say. <laughs> it was. It was great. Um, uh, very kind of insightful thoughts and, and, and opinions on, on it, which is really good. Um, you know, very honest as well. Um, yeah, I agree with you for, for most most of the parts. I mean, uh, uh, you've kind of got to take away the rose-coloured glasses sometimes if you are such a, a hardened fan and look at it, try to look at it objectively, which I, I believe that you did, and you did quite well. So um, for loonies that Thanks, haven't listened man. to it, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. For loonies that haven't listened to it as well, again, it will be in the show notes um, of this episode. Go check it out. Uh, Joey does a great job. And for anyone wanting a, a crash course in Moon Knight, that's a perfect way to... To start, I think. Uh, can I give a disclaimer? If you guys do listen to this, it's it's just me talking. Yeah, because <laughs> I couldn't find anybody to do that episode with me, and I oh, had one yeah. of my friends who was going to do it with me because it was we wanted to do like a 
like a series where I just kind of talk about something that they don't know anything about and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And then they bailed on me. And wow. so I was like, I guess I'm doing this by myself. Oops. It's, it's <laughs> so very, sorry. It's very different, isn't it? Uh, well, no, no. It, it's a great listen, but it, it's a very different beast, isn't it, when you podcast by yourself solo. Um, you know, there are enjoyments to it, but it's just so weird not having someone to bounce off, right? It, uh, that's all Yeah, like. totally. It really yeah. is. And I, I know that you've done a couple mm-hmm. episodes by yourself. Well, actually, you've done a lot by yourself. You've been yeah. a solo boy. I've been, yeah, and I, just, I think you always do a really good job. I don't know how you I manage really, to do that so often, because I, I would lose I just, my mind. Just ramble. I <laughs> just love rambling. <laughs> it's I, not I what we do when we podcast anyway. Just that's ramble. It, exactly. I can't wait to be an old man. I could just ramble all day. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Looney, listen, we're going to move along here. Um, Joey, we'll, we'll quickly just gloss. Admittedly, though, Looney's as well, we are recording this early in the week. So, you know, touch wood, Joey, if there's some big news coming later in the week, Unfortunately, we won't cover it, although I might just slip it in in a post-edit thing. But um, as it stands now, uh, we are here. A couple of things. Now, Joe, I'm not sure if you saw this. Uh, It came through quite a... um, It's not really a website I really do read often. It's MCU Cosmic. It's not We Got This Covered, No, it's MCU Cosmic. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this started a little thing, and it, it, you know people have been tweeting about it. Moon Knight will start filming apparently in August this year. Um, now, mm. no pff, loonies again. I, I had pure rumor. I don't know where this come from. Um, but if that's the case, then we will be getting casting news soon, and it looks like that perhaps um, <coughs> we could be getting. I mean, Moon Knight then around towards the end of twenty twenty one. So. Um, we still got a bit of a while yet, but uh, I, I don't know, Joe. Did you, did you see this by any chance? Did you? Yeah, I saw it from. Yeah. It was either on the Facebook group or somewhere. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, th- I feel like that's probably legitimate because that's mm-hmm. kind of one of those just purely productional productional. Mm-hmm. That's not a yeah. word. <laughs> uh, one of those production based <laughs> things. I kind of believe. Yeah. I don't know. I have like a weird sense radar with leaks, so I, I feel like mean. that's legit. If it's kind of really odd enough, then it's got to have some sort of credibility, right? Because, like, who would pull this exactly. out somewhere, you know? Um, right, but it's kind of troubling because, you know, I feel like whatever Moon Knight does, it's got to be very dense visually. Yeah. And so I feel like it needs some time to cook in post-production more so than most Marvel things. Oh, if not yep. just for special effects, but for pacing and editing, editing. I feel like whoever edits Moon Knight, yeah. like, dear God bless your heart, because that's going to be, no matter what the story is, that's going to be wild. Yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I'd agree. I think a lot would rely on the visuals, only because look, if, he, if he goes in a, in a costume form, like in caped form, um, you know, there's so much you can do with it, and there's so much that you're going to have to do with it um, to not make it look corny, you know what I mean? So, totally. Um, so there's that, but there's also the, the the cool aspect, you know, the different genres of the noir, the horror, the supernatural, which kind of lends itself to uh, to, to pretty sharp, um, concise editing, uh, you know, for the, for the show. Um, much of that, you know, if you look at a lot of uh, horror shows on TV, uh, or or even those really kind of um, genre, you know, genre heavy ones, then yeah, definitely editing is very important. So. Um, yeah, I mean, and actually added onto that then, uh, Joey, the, I put a little image there on, um, on the, the project. I just sheet. saw this. 
Yeah, yeah this is pretty cool. So I wanted to give a shout out to, he had been on the show before. I had a guest, Adam Barnhart. He's also um, a podcaster for Marvel News Desk, uh, but he also writes for comicbook.com. Uh, he posted an article with this, but I saw this uh, on Twitter, actually, and it's from um, the Twitter is that the Twitter user, um, Erathrem20, and he's a digital artist from Istanbul. So I think not unlike Boss Logic, right, Joey? He does um, fan, fan yeah. art, which looks really good, and there's a very evocative poster of Moon Knight on a rooftop with the, the full moon, you know, the water cooler, water tower... Um, Pretty cool, eh? It looks kind of like the Netflix adaptation of Castlevania, and I, ah. I dig that honestly. And yeah. I, you know, speaking of Netflix, and my jaw just popped. Sorry, that's weird. But uh, speaking <laughs> of Netflix, I wish you could kind of copy and paste the style that Daredevil had for season one, and just mm. like throw some blue, saturate that a little bit more, and that's yeah. the aesthetic that I want. And I hope that that's matched. I'm with you as well. I'm, I still hold Daredevil season one really close to my heart. I, I love that series. It is. It is. It's man. It's even though you know, obviously, you know what's going to happen, and all that stuff's taken away from you because you've seen it before. It's still a thrilling ride, and it's so it really grounded. Is. Yeah, so street level. Um, yeah, I, I love it. Uh, so I, I also love um, the the red suit in Daredevil as well when he later gets it in the Billy Club later on in the season. I mean, that's a bit of mm-hmm. fun. And I feel that we're going to get that with Moon Knight as well. Obviously, he, he can't be without his, um, you know, his crescent darts and his truncheon and stuff. So hopefully totally. they keep all that stuff in there. Um, all righty. Well, okay. Well, how about, uh, how about Joe, we, we go to a quick break. Uh, that was it for the news, Looney. Sorry. Uh, it was very sparse, but it always is sparse, you know. Let's let's just wait till the TV show. It's and the then... calm before the storm. Exactly. I'm sure there'll be an episode dedicated to pure news once the show starts. But anyway, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Joey, let's go to a quick break. And when we come back, loonies, we will be heading into our Avatars of Vengeance. We will be looking at Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. And we'll be having Joey with us, um, expert gamer, talking through some of the aspects for it. So we'll uh, we'll be right back. Hey there! I'm sure you know about the Capes and Lunatics podcast, but have you heard about the Capes and Lunatics Sidekicks podcast? It's a fun home for classic and new reviews of just about everything. We have the Ultimate Spider Cast, where we cover everything Spider Man, the Quantum Zone, where we talk the classic Marvel character Quasar and do deep dives on the cosmic side of Marvel. We also have Comic Capers, where we cover everything old and new in comics. It could be anything, any company, any decade. And we also have our Media Mondays, where we cover some kind of TV show, be it a Arrowverse uh, current hit or our summer specials, where we do reviews of uh, classic episodes of the Buffy the Vampire Slayer spinoff Angel. So, if you're a fan of pop culture and media, you should really check it out. And I promise you, you won't be disappointed. We are Venomaniacs is the Venom Scythe official podcast for all of your symbiote news, reviews, and point of views about Venom-related comics, movies, television, animation, and merchandise. We are available on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Google Play Music, and YouTube. Join us, won't you?
Yes, loonies, welcome back. You are listening to Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 129. I have very special guest, Joey. Um, is it Agliata? Is that how you pronounce uh, your surname? Very close, Agliata. Agliata, yeah. okay. And, uh, yeah, so Joey is with us. Uh, he has some experience with Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Just a and little bit. Just like 100 <laughs> hours or so. Just, yeah. <laughs> just, you know. Oh, I've seen it. Much. Seen it in the shop front somewhere. I played a little in the store. Uh, anyway, Joey's <laughs> with us. <laughs> exactly. Joey's with us. And, um, yeah, we're going to go through this game, Joey. Now, I thought, okay, uh, a bit of credits out of the way. Marvel Ultimate Alliance always published... November, oh, not November, what am I saying? I'm not even, I'm reading the sheet and I'm saying November. It's 19th of July, <laughs> 2019, last year. Now, Joey, I thought we'd do this, we'd break it down. You have made copious notes. This is fantastic. Loonies, what we're going to do, we're going to break down this game. Um, I've got some themes here. We're going to go through graphics. We're going to go through the sound of the music, the controls, gameplay, story, length, difficulty, replay value, originality. Um, we're going to compare it with, Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2, and uh, finally, personal enjoyment. So, um, a fair bit to get through, but um, can't wait to hear your thoughts here, Joey. So, first off, graphics for this. Very important for a, a video game, you'd think. Um, what <laughs> it is on the Switch, remember that. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, you know what? I, this, this is now a, a marketing tool for me, because I'm going to do whatever I can to try to make you either buy or not buy this game. Okay. So yeah, yeah. we'll see sure. how that goes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you want, to, you want to start with graphics. Yeah. Um, okay. So I, th I think a lot of people criticize the game for being a little bit too simple or simplistic, but I think oh. it fits the comic book aesthetic, like the numbers, the text looks very comic book, the okay. colors, it looks very nineties, you know, it looks, it's vibrant mm -hmm. and it's, it's honestly good for what it is. I think, um, it's mostly easy to see the aesthetics are defined, like the characters are, you know, everything from that character's world or the moves look consistent, even the, though the graphics aren't super hi-fi because again, you're looking at, or high-res, you're looking at a, uh, a Switch version, which is Switch hardware kind of sucks, and I believe okay. it outputs in 720. Um, wow. So that, that could be a little problematic. It looks a little worse on handheld than it does docked. Okay. But you can play it. A lot of people complain about it being kind of crappy handheld, but I think it's fine. I, you know what? I, I played this game on a trip. Mostly mm -hmm. I played it on a trip in, like in the airport, on the plane, mm -hmm. and it, it was fine. And Dude, I'm legally blind. You could probably see how thick my glasses are in here. <laughs> like, it's, if I could do it, any of y'all can. <laughs> um, so I, I feel like that's important to mention when you're talking about graphics, right? Because it's yes. just visual oh, sure. clarity. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, but I mean, look at the game. Like, it's a chaotic mess and in a good way, mm -hmm. you know, like there's a lot of stuff happening on screen. You can mostly tell where things are. I wish you had more options to like highlight your character or do certain things like that, but there's not a mm -hmm. lot of customization, but either way it looks good. It plays well. Sometimes you get FPS drops, but it as a whole, you know, it's, it's really, it, it is exactly what you expect it to be. Okay. So what about, um, uh, there was that 
down, what do you call? I can't remember what you call it. The first down, DLC or something, downloadable thing. Yeah, with, um, the f- with yeah. with Moon Knight and stuff. So you mentioned about the graphics and, and the '90s style and the kind of comic booky. How does that then translate to the the darker elements like Morbius and Punisher? Does it come off as a bit campy so, or? No, I think it it fits it. it it's. You know, I feel like everything is this like sort of homogenized look, even all the mm-hmm. dark stuff. Okay. And I don't mean that in a negative way, but the thing is, is that that, that expansion that you're talking about, mm-hmm. it didn't actually really add anything story wise. So you don't see mm-hmm. like Moon Knight. There's not like a Moon Knight stage or a Blade stage or Morbius's lab or something like that. Okay. It's it, and I'll, I'll I'll get to that a little bit later when we talk okay. about gameplay, but mm-hmm. I think. That's kind of a bummer, you know, because I would have really liked to see yeah. a Moon Knight boss. Like, you fight Bushman and then you cut his face off. That'd be dope. But um, Or, you know, you get Daredevil to do it because that'd be even cooler. But, yeah, you don't really see a lot of that. But in terms of the, how the characters look, I think it does a good job of looking cartoonish and mm-hmm. in-universe. But, or, you know, like, but it doesn't look overly campy. It doesn't look like, you know, 90s cable or something, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, and and how about um, so it's easy. I'm just thinking of the old Rob Liefeld thing of you know he's saying that uh, he loved to draw Spider Man because yeah. of the mask. Easy, you didn't have to draw a face. How are the actual facial features of say like the the Punisher or who else have we got? Um, that's not masked. Uh, Punisher um, looks a little chunky. Okay, I'll say that much. But like it, actual facial features, I think they look good um, okay. for the most part. Some characters look like. Uh, is it Falcon? Falcon looks a little like goofy, but you know, as a whole, you know, it doesn't it doesn't look as cheesy as you think it would, especially with okay. the content and the story and all that stuff. It actually looks kind of it looks okay. it, it looks like action figures. I think a theme that you'll oh, see me okay. talk about is action figures, right? So for right. better or worse. Okay, nice. Um, right, and so the, the textures you mentioned are hit or miss. So um, without yeah. you're talking about the um. Like the, the shading, the shadows, and, and, and the depth. Yeah, sh- yeah mo- it's mostly environmental stuff. Uh, yeah. Like, there's a lot of just gray, like, just, it looks like Microsoft oh. Paint, just f- filler tool or paint tool, whatever oh, it is. Oh, that's just plain. Uh, there's a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. it's it's it, it just really plain. It doesn't look like something out of N64, but it mm. does look like it, there's not a lot there. You know, and it sucks because you see a lot of these stages over and over and over and mm-hmm. over again. And when yeah. you see those kind of textures, sometimes, yeah. you know, you, you're a little bit distracted by it. It's a little, it yeah. pulls you out a little. And it, it, there's a yeah. lot of things in the stages that look like you could be able to walk up to them or in the background mm-hmm. or even in the foreground, but you can't. There's kind of weird blocking off of things. Yeah. And so, like, the stages are really a lot more linear than they appear to be, which okay. is unfortunate. Is that is that synonymous? Do you think with with Switch games in general, or is this something that you've encountered just with this game? Like, you know what? That's Switch games in general, though. So that's uh, why I, you know it's it's hard okay. for me to to dock points just because of that. I mean, I still yeah. think that it's it's the develop it's on the developers. Um, okay. Koei Tecmo, who developed this, are extremely efficient developers. Mm-hmm. Really good about using an engine and pushing it to its limit, reusing things usually in a way that isn't grueling but we'll get to that too i guess uh but yeah you know you you do see this a lot with the switch and i think if maybe this game were on ps4 or pc things would be different but at the same time i don't know maybe that's part of the style maybe they wanted Mm. 
a little bit of that like kind of almost blank slate stuff like minimalism almost yeah yeah so and and is there any um before sorry before we get on to the next point is there any um any chance like in your experience of gaming of of this being translated onto another platform because i know no it's okay so it's yeah it's uh, as far as i know nintendo funded the development of it yeah, so okay. it's a second party title so oh, i don't okay. maybe maybe there's something with the rights and when that expires actually mm-hmm. funny this is a funny aside um so did you ever play the other ultimate alliance games like the older um, ones one and uh, two yeah yeah i think one ages ago yeah okay so they released a a version HD version. I would be hesitant to call it HD, but it's a slight remaster, essential port of the first two games. Mm-hmm. And what happened was that was out for maybe I don't know six months, and then the rights. Something happened with the rights where they got like pulled. So they pulled the game from the PSN, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it was on Xbox. I think it was just PSN, but they pulled it on there. So you can't buy that game anymore. But oh. if you have a digital code, which you can buy on Amazon, you can still download that and okay. play it. So oh. I'd, I'd, I'd imagine that the rights for this game or the series are probably a little bit complicated. Okay. So if there was going to be a, a cross-platform of this port of this game, mm-hmm. I don't think we'd see it for a long time. Oh, you know, okay. It'd, okay. It'd, be, it'd be like in the future, like 2025, the H, oh. HHD yeah, port yeah. of Marvel yeah. Ultimate Alliance 3. Yeah, okay. So a lot of the shortcomings <clears throat> from Switch you, you're pretty much stuck with, you, you know, if you're... Mm-hmm. Um, th- there's no... Okay, all right. Um, and, and but so more get... importantly, though... <clears throat> sorry, yes. I didn't mean to cut you. No, but no, more importantly, like, everything that... All these issues, these limitations, I, you know, it's exactly what you'd expect, and I think that the game does a good job of balancing your expectations versus what you're given. Okay. So that's the most important thing to me, at least... Okay, good, good, good. Okay, so as as long as they're not overshooting the mark and you're or you're expecting a way above and beyond what yeah what they give. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and so you gave this a, a six out of ten graphics wise. Yeah, I just oh man. So yeah, I gave this six out of ten. I, I just yeah. want to say that to me, my scale is probably what a lot of people would like disagree with. Like I don't, I couldn't yeah. give anything a ten. Personally, I can't think of anything That's... I could really give a ten. That's absolutely okay, Joey. You're you're on here. You're giving us your thoughts as well. You know, people take it or leave it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Right. And, yeah. But I, th- I think it's important to discuss this because it's like, the, the you know, to me, 5 out of 10 is an average game, yep. right, or an average rating. So that means that it's not really quite bad, but it's not really exceptional. It's like, okay, you know, it, it it's didn't, all right. It didn't leave you with a bad taste in your mouth. You, you, you played mm-hmm. it, but it didn't exactly stick in your mind, though. Yeah. Right, so a six would be like slightly above average. Okay, so that's okay. that's my really pretentious rating scale. I guess yeah. I swear I don't write for Pitchfork. <laughs> well, don't come that's, after that's me. I, I love I love uh, you know quite you know quite strong ratings, and so that that's actually telling us that the graphics are you know just leaning just above the um, this is acceptable. So yeah, okay, okay, cool, cool, totally. Um, and then so, yeah, what's next? Sound music. So yes, sound and music. So. Okay. This is what I'm quite interested in because uh, a lot of it soundtracks to me are, are important, you, you know, um, as well as um, I guess the, the 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 sound bites, the vocals that the characters do they speak in it? Is yeah, that... they do. Okay. Uh, you know what? I didn't make anything on the notes, but I was planning to talk about this. Uh, so there's a lot of really good things about the the voices in this game, mm-hmm. but it's kind of it's it's got that sort of like anime. 
like JRPG, like action RPG thing where like characters kind of like yell the names oh, okay. of certain things well, a lot. You, you know, it gets like, like Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah, like kind of like that, or like yeah. they'll do a move like Pulsar Blast. It's like Pulsar Blast. Pul-, you know, <laughs> okay, it's okay. not quite over the top, but you do right. hear a lot of voices. Yeah, and I have to say that it never. The voices never really get too grating, and there's like different okay. customizations okay. you can with that too. So voices and, are good. And how's that? How's that? Our boy, how's our boy Moon Knight going? In that? I, I'm okay with him. I'm yeah. not. I'm not super sold on okay. it, but I think it's a. It's it's good for the game. You know, it fits okay. the game. Okay. Um, I, yeah. So I think he he his voice actor is okay. Mm-hmm. I think he's. I think it's the same guy who did him in the who did him, the same guy who voiced him <laughs> in the other two games. Oh, so it's okay. Nothing, or the other game that's right. something too like off off center. Okay. Uh, some of the the sound or the actual text clips because like the way it works is in this game you have sort of eight uh, messages that your character can say at any time, mm-hmm. and then you can like unlock new ones, new voice lines, or interchange them. And it's mostly used for, like, online play, so you can say, focus on this enemy, or something like that. And so I think M- uh, Moon Knight has maybe 16 lines. Oh, wow. 20, okay. maybe. And yeah. one of them is, like, you're like you're lucky I took my meds today. And it's kind of like, <laughs> all right, dude. That's all cool. right, come on. <laughs> like, it's like, uh, yeah. I, I, I get that they have to try to encapsulate a character in yeah. one simple line, but I yes. was just like, it reminded me of the, the, the Bemis run a little bit, and I was like... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. that is hard. Um, but you know that... what? Maybe that's good because it's all-encompassing, right? It's not hmm. just the classics, you know? It's, yeah, you got. Oh. Some exactly. of the newer, newer, new Jack Moon Knight, I guess. Mm. Yeah, no, for sure. No, as you say, it is pretty hard to to try and kind of encapsulate someone in, in you know, he could have been just saying, I don't know, I'm going to cut your face or something. <laughs> you know? yeah, I which, love cutting hey. faces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, oh, oh, there you yeah. did it. You did it. You did a slight yeah. American accent. A slight American You did it. Yeah, there you go. It's, uh, <laughs> it's coming out. It's coming out. Uh, as long as for it's the not, Patreon uh, viewers. <laughs> For the patient viewers, yeah. <laughs> um, but for, so sound effects in general, though. So uh, veering away from the the voicings, how are we looking at with uh, with music? You, and, great uh, yeah? sound effects in general. Like I think that the game sound like everything sounds satisfying. Like they mm-hmm. kind of reuse sound effects. Like a lot of the beam attacks all kind of sound the same. Mm-hmm. But like when you a big thing with games like this is you want indication that your attacks are hitting. And hitting in the right way. So, like, if mm. you hit him like that's an enemy point. that's shielded, it sounds mm-hmm. a little different, mm-hmm. and that's very clear and concise. Yep. But the problem is, is that the mixing, and this is really true of a lot of Switch games too. I think it's maybe because of their uh, sound channels or something or compression. I think it's compression, honestly. Mm-hmm. But what happens is sometimes sounds are way louder than they should be, or way quieter. Like when you do the extreme attacks in this game, it's like it goes from being like to you know, so yeah. that's a problem, and it it, it can okay. be really annoying if you're playing on handheld and you just have just the acoustic speaker and uh, not wearing yeah. headphones. Yeah, like yeah. I can imagine, like you playing this game and like your wife being like, "What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what is that sound?" Yeah. So that's yeah. something to consider. Oh, I hate I hate uh, that with um yeah. with TV shows and stuff when the volume, the dynamics are just so extreme. 
and you have to you have yeah. to turn the volume up for for people speaking, and then you have to turn it down because like there's a car chase or an explosion. Oh, yeah, I can imagine that's the yeah. same sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of that is due to mastering. It do it's due to what kind of uh, quality you're getting audio wise from your streaming service or output, and also if you have like a sound bar versus a sound system versus regular okay. TV speakers. All right. So, of course. but yeah, I think that this this these problems are independent of that. I think it's just how the game is just sounds, which is mm. unfortunate because yeah. sometimes it could be really annoying. And um, but you know the sounds as a whole are very comic book. They're very what you expect. It's it's satisfying. Yep. It's it's almost kind of, I don't know, visceral in a way. Like when you hit someone with an extreme attack, you're like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. then yeah. again, sometimes you will do that, and you it makes the same as, uh, like sound as connecting, but it doesn't hit anything. Like Cyclops' oh. beam will just whiff, and then it'll make the same sound. And it's like, well, all right, I oh, thought I hit okay. him, but I guess not. Yeah, yeah. So, are, are they yeah. good? Um, are they good grunts and stuff? Like you know, when someone good gets grunts. hit, it's like Ugh, and yeah. You know, oh, <laughs> I like Moon Knights actually. Moon Knights, oh, yeah. he got some grunts, man. Has he? Has he got some he's grunts? Got some good uh. grunts. Yeah, he's got some. Always got some grunts. <laughs> and so, sorry, do you mention the music as well? Sorry, you said music is mediocre. Like, is yeah, that was that the um, the, 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 the was that the the, um, the levels you're talking about? I thought that was more uh, the sound effects. No. Right? Yeah. No, I'm talking music. When I say music is mediocre, yeah. it's I mean in terms of composition and arrangement. Yeah. It's got it tries to do that like cinematic, like bombast thing where yeah. it's like yeah. choirs for the boss fights yes. and like big epic strings. All the generic stuff. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can tell it sounds almost like a channel of the MCU. Uh, oh, okay. And so and I'll talk about this again later too. But you can this game was definitely designed around the modern. MCU and what's going to happen in the future, what's in the the pipeline and all that kind of stuff. So everything in this game is very much based off of that, for better or worse. Mm-hmm. And one of the things is the music. You can tell a lot of the the themes sound very much kind of like they're trying to be an MCU theme. Uh, okay. And so like it's fitting for what it is, mm-hmm. but in terms of like actual composition i think you would be hard pressed to want to listen to this stuff on your own hard pressed to like get so, the soundtrack of it and listen to it on spotify as you you know yeah you... you just i just don't think it would it would ah. work too well for it I, I, I for most people i just don't think the music is it, sometimes it gets stuck in your head there's a couple things that get stuck in your head but hmm. a, a big issue with it too is also the way it's presented so your menus a lot in this game because of loading times and maybe that belongs in gameplay but so you hear the menu theme a lot, oh, and okay. if you're like you you end up doing the same levels over and over again, and a lot of times you hear the same music over oh. and over and over again. And it, so, you, you but kind but, of become conscious of it, quite conscious of it. Yeah. Conscious, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. But the good thing too is that this game lets you mix the sound. So if oh, you don't really? like it, okay. just turn it down. Yeah. So which is nice. I you know I mean I think that's kind of a staple, but. Oh, Sometimes okay. you never know with Nintendo games. So yeah, is there a is there a theme for Moon Knight and for particular players, or is it just no? No, no uh, but there are like it's kind of like how do I describe it? There's music for some brands or IPs. Like there's Spider Man themes, you know, that yeah. sound like Spider Man y from yeah. the Spider Man characters, or yeah, like the Defenders level, right? Or right. Netflix Defenders, not yes. you know original yeah. to be pedantic about it but yeah uh 
they, they have that, and like certain bosses have their own themes. Okay. Um, so cool. boss okay. name is boss name is pretty good. I think if you were to like listen to a song or two from the the soundtrack, maybe check out the boss theme. Who's the um? Maybe. Who's the best boss? The best best oh, best boss man. theme actually. Actually, yeah. Be- oh, you know what? I couldn't because a lot of them have the same ones. Oh, okay. Uh, best boss is kind of hard because they kind of reuse it. I I I really liked the Venom fight because oh. Venom eats Shocker or Electro. Yeah. He just eats Electro. Oh. <laughs> so that's pretty fun. Uh, I, I was a big fan of that. Um, yeah, I, I yeah. the boss fights are pretty good in this, and I, we'll get to that in a little bit. But. Okay. Um, Okay, yeah, so- as a whole, I think sound and music is probably about the sound of music of Ultimate oh. Alliance is probably about a seven out of ten. Seven. Okay, so slightly more. That's good, actually. I'm a bit more of an audio man myself, so that's good to see that um, that the sound at least is a little better than the than the graphics. That's pretty cool. Um, yep. So then we move on to controls. Then, so Joey, is this uh, is it is it too is it hard to to um, control manipulate your your avatars or is it um, is this what we're going for? What have we got? Uh, intuitive, you say, as well. A bit clunky, though. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a bit clunky. Um, I think because you said that you're not an avid gamer, so I think if you pick this up, you may have an issue with mm-hmm. just being like, how come my attack went that way? Okay. There's a lot of things that are a little bit overly complicated yeah. in it. But, you know, as a whole, you could kind of customize the controls, not fully. Yeah. Like, there's certain modifiers like when you use oh, your you special mean like attacks, in, like in verse and stuff, like looking up. No, like it, no. so, like you know, let's say you have Y, X, B, and A. Okay, so those are four buttons, mm-hmm. and then if you hold R, you one of your shoulder buttons, then you have R plus Y, R plus X, R mm-hmm. plus B. You know, so that's yeah. eight buttons in that with that modifier. Yeah. So all, all, all the special attacks are done by holding the modifier. And then pressing one of those buttons. Okay. And there's different yeah. ways to customize this, but this is the one that feels the best to me. So this is what I'm basing this off of. But either way, um, sometimes you, like, let's say I want to use Optic Blast on Cyclops. And you could kind of customize which button you assign it to. Yeah. But let's say I put it on B, and yeah. B is your jump button. Yeah. Sometimes the game will buffer your command because of input lag and whatever. And so you'll like, or just because you're spamming it, because this is a game where you spam, <laughs> you what? you mash a little bit. Uh, yeah. So you'll you'll press like R and B twice, and then like you'll just jump. Oh, that's annoying. You don't want to, yeah. That's so annoying. that happens a little bit more than it should, but there's ways around it. Like you can customize yeah. attacks that you don't use to not yeah. use the B button. But you're but you're so. saying you're saying as well, you know, the the danger of spamming. Um, so it's it's really a, an act of precision, right? You've got to really hit those buttons properly. But but you also mentioned lag, so that that's really something to do with the software. Right? Uh, yeah, well, it's uh, it's not really just a software thing. I think if we're if you're looking into exactly how many frames of in in yeah, I can't speak of input lag there are. I, I have input lag apparently. <laughs> how many frames of input lag there are? Uh, it's probably like six or seven, which is pretty low. Okay, but. As a whole, it just a lot of times the anim- some animations are a lot longer than you think. Okay. Uh, but there's a really cool mechanic, and this maybe I'm getting too in depth. Please stop me if I am. Uh. But you can sort of cancel the animation with with your block button. So you can like you do a heavy attack, mm. and let's say it takes a second and a half to go off. <clears throat> if you hold block after you do it, it cancels half the animation into a block, and it takes like a second. 
So you can like use canceling to make your moves faster, make yourself more efficient. Is that is that a cheat or or is that no? It's like no. it's like a fighting game in that sense. Okay. That's the clo- the 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 most like obvious comparison I can make is. Okay. So it's not really a cheat. I think it was designed like that. Okay. You know. Right. So. Yeah, ah. but but like uh, there's synergy attacks that mix specials together, like other two player specials together, and you can either ah. press the button at the same time as another player, and you get like a prompt on your other on your screen or on the same screen. There's like an arrow pointing mm-hmm. to two moves, so you can do that, or you can press the hold the trigger and press that button to do a synergy attack with a computer. So okay. if you're playing by yourself, it's different than when you're playing with other people. Mm. Do, and it do can you, be really frustrating and local. Yeah. Do, do you play a lot um, uh, online with other people as well? Or, or? Honestly, no. No? <laughs> I, I played a little bit. I just yeah. I think it's faster just to play by yourself. I did mm-hmm. play local. I played through the game with a couple of my friends. Uh, and I Sorry, played... local, local you mean you have your friends literally there with you, right? And just Yeah, you know, kind of yeah like okay. couch co-op. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we did, I did one, one playthrough with just me and my girlfriend, and the, so it was me and her and two AI, and then I did one with three other friends that we played through it, and then I, I, was, I was watching my friends, like, independently play it for a while, and they were just getting wrecked. <laughs> and and they tried, you know. They, yeah. oh, to be fair, a lot of them had never played. Like, they literally okay. stepped into, like, stage five and were on, like, low-level characters. So, uh, right. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, I've done all of it, and I will say that it's just way better to play by yourself. If you have two, if you have three other people who you're all in perfect sync with, yeah, mm-hmm. I think efficiency-wise, you could definitely do better. Mm-hmm. You could be more, you could just clear much better for sure you can take down bosses faster not take as much damage because sometimes the ai runs around and just kind of acts the fool and Mm. gets wrecked or just spams attacks in the wrong places but i you know it's that's the you always see that with games like this the ai is crap you know (laughs) so it is it is what it is but when you're playing uh local it's actually this is part of the controls i swear to like get people into and out of the game is a little cumbersome and clunky. And also, when you change some of your equipment or your stats and whatever, you go through a menu and it really slows down the pace at times. Mm-hmm. And that's I feel like this is related to controls because yeah. it just you know sometimes it like just adjusting to that mindset that muscle memory could be a little weird. Uh. So a lot of times like things aren't in place in the menus where you think they would be. Okay. And this is, I'm being a stickler. I swear to God, I'm being a stickler. But, like, I see this stuff, and I, yeah. you know, when you play a game for 100 hours, <laughs> you start yeah. to be like, how come items isn't in that position? Yeah. But that do, you, do, do, you ju- do you jump into the menus often, like, while you play, or? Yes, a lot. Okay. It's, um, at least, you know, throughout the whole game, because oh. when you're first playing through the game, you get new stuff all the time, and you get yeah. new characters, and blah, blah, blah. So... When you're doing that, you're in the menus a lot. Okay. And it can be frustrating. Right. So, yeah, I'd have to give the controls a 6 out of 10. Six okay, out of 10. it does its purpose. Mm-hmm. A little okay. bit. Maybe sometimes it's nice, sometimes it's bad. The canceling is really cool. Um, okay. It's yeah, relatively yeah, yeah. intuitive, but, yeah. That's... Okay. No, I mean, that's, I mean, it's looking okay now. I mean, the controls, it's... What, what, what would give it a 4, say, Joey? If it was just a really... Like, if you had to press, you know... 
10 buttons and um, three times, and, you know, really <laughs> difficult. Is that is that what yeah. would make it really difficult? And, uh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I, really I would say rating. that. Yeah. Yeah, or just the inability to customize controls. I think ah, that's, like, okay. so that's ina- very important. like, unacceptable. Yeah. Yeah, it, not being able to customize controls, it should, just never should be a thing. Okay. I've played games with controls that are, like, so many good games have such garbage controls, and it's just uh, astounding to me. So ruined it, ruined <laughs> it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then something closely related, I guess, to, to the controls gameplay then. So um, that's pretty much part and parcel of controls, right, isn't it? Yeah, cool. I think so. And, and gameplay, there's so many things in this game, and so many people are going to be playing this game for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I'll try to keep it simple, right? So mm-hmm. the game essentially plays exactly like the other Marvel Ultimate Alliance games, but it's a little bit more faster paced. Mm-hmm. And Koei Tecmo, who developed the game, they are known for, you know, like the Dynasty Warriors games. So I think this game plays somewhere between the old. Ultimate Alliance games, Dynasty Warriors, and Diablo. And okay. did you ever play Diablo? I've heard of it. No, I've not played it. I've seen the cover. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never lost your life. Okay. Uh, on Diablo, but yeah, it, there's a lot of that. Um, there's like a bit synthesis of that, and so, mm-hmm. mo- so what that comes down to is you're destroying a ton of enemies really fast with big, powerful attacks, mm-hmm. right? And I think. The biggest thing is you just go through stages, you find chests, you get these equipment pieces which are in the form of ISO 8s. So that's a cool little Marvel reference. And yeah, yeah. So, uh, and like they give you stats, they give you special attributes to your attacks, like some ISO 8s will give you an ability to like freeze enemies. Mm-hmm. So the whole game is like how much can you destroy enemies? How well can you destroy this entire room full of hand ninjas you know mm-hmm. yeah and that's kind of what the whole game is about and the but the problem is is that and, oh and then big boss fights because obviously mm-hmm. the problem is is that the game can be really repetitive to some people i think if you're just if you're looking for the quintessential marvel experience with this you're not going to get it because i don't think yeah. you could ever get that in the game no but but if you it's a game where you just you want to play the dudes that you like, hmm. or girls, women, who, dudes. To me, dudes is a dudes gender is everyone. Yeah, term. exactly. Yeah, yeah. For sure. yeah. You you want to play the heroes that you like, and mm-hmm. you want to you know destroy the villains with those heroes, and that's the whole point of the game. And in that yeah. sense, it's it's a lot of fun. Okay. And so, but I do think there's a a lot of people complain about difficulty in this game because the way yeah. it works is like it's sort of a sliding scale or not even a sliding scale but like a i don't know a cumulative thing so mm-hmm. there's two difficulties a newcomer i believe and just normal and so there's not really that much different i didn't never played the i never played the lowest one but on normal the game is really easy mm. and i think a lot of times people who if they got stuck they just weren't using their chips their iso 8s really well uh, okay. like a boss would destroy the I, there's definitely a there's like a curve that happens and it's around the time you get to doctor strange and then the game just like just it's like ready okay. to beat your ass oh okay right. <laughs> and then and but i i don't know i didn't have a problem with that but then what happens is once you beat the game there's a harder difficulty and you you know it's like the same levels but the enemies are just higher level 
And then after you beat that, there's another one. So it's just, you know, you go through the story however many so, times. So, so when you mentioned that, that's within the game, right? So you're going up different levels. Is that is that it? Yeah. Yeah, and so like, your characters have levels too because it's like an RPG. Mm. I think now with the patches, they're up to like 250 or something. Oh, wow. But uh, So you can really yeah, soup like up. The- you, sorry, sorry uh, Joey. You can really <laughs> soup up your, your Moon Knight, for instance. You could just yeah, load him up. You can. Up to 250, him becoming Superman level. <laughs> Yeah, but doing that in the game would you'd, you'd hate yourself if you did that. Like it just you sat there and grinded. But yeah, like if the, the, yeah, that, that's essentially how it works. So you you have character levels, and then there are stages uh-huh. too. So you level up, and then you go through the stages. And obviously, the higher level you are, the more damage and health yeah. that you have, and yeah. so on and so forth. Okay, okay. Um, so the gameplay. So a seven out of ten for that one. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff about this game like I I felt like I was being a little too in-depth about, but the way the gameplay loop works of doing stages, doing these rifts, and rifts are just like little mini stages that have uh, certain conditions. Like you can only use your synergy attacks to, to do damage, or mm-hmm. you your damage ticks down until you hit something, yeah. stuff like that. That whole gameplay loop of going through the stages and doing the mini games and locking stuff is really fun, and there's so much stuff to do. The problem is it just becomes monotonous, yeah, and right. sometimes monotonous. And also, so how, there's not a lot of variety. So, how do you break that monotony? Is it just just changing your players? Mm. Is that is that it then? You, that helps. Um, I think yeah. the biggest thing is just seeing all the characters, and that's yeah, like yeah. so cool to yeah. see. And you know, characters you think are going to be awesome suck. Or and sometimes the characters that you think are going to suck are going are awesome. Yeah. So there's a really cool interplay with that, and I think okay. on a casual level, a lot of people are going to have a lot of fun with this game when they just unlock the heroes yeah. and play them. And you're like, oh, that I, I like Scarlet Witch's attacks; they're really cool. Yeah. Or I like Black Panther's stuff a lot. So I, I can I can relate to that. You know, just just having the buzz of actually seeing not even your favorite characters, but characters that you've just seen on comic books come to life and you know, being able to control them. So, no, no, that, that Yeah, that I love sense. seeing the portrayal of everything, too. Sorry, what was that? Like, how, I like seeing the portrayal mm. of everything. Uh, like, how Iron Fist is portrayed, or, you know, is, uh, is yeah. Daredevil, like, his Netflix character? Yeah, a little bit. He's a little bit, yeah. like, uh, Born Again-ish, too. So, you see a lot of cool things like that. Like, me, personally, I was messing around with different characters a lot until I got my, my main crew, and then I just stuck with them pretty much until the end. And then... Yeah. If you want to min-max and you really level all your characters and then switch out, you know, different things. And th- yeah. this is this is the thing, too. In the critical path of the game, this the main story, I never really found a situation where I had to switch out. I used the same team for 85% of the game. Oh, wow. Like, literally. Yeah. And I just, I wrecked it. I think there was only one, there was one rift I had to change out my ISO 8s because I was getting smashed. Yeah. <laughs> and it gets harder too. Yeah. And so who who were your crew? Who were you chosen? My crew uh it was it was Iron Fist, Daredevil, Nice, nice. Venom and Magneto. Magneto. And that was yeah, I really like Magneto. He's probably probably my favorite X-Men character actually. Oh, okay. So that was uh chosen because of you know, you like um not necessarily playability or or you know um what they can do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, I think Daredevil is one of the best characters in the game, and cool. Magneto is insanely good. And uh, Moon Knight wasn't out yet. I would have done Moon Knight, Iron Fist, Daredevil, and uh, 
probably probably Magneto still too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But yeah, that th- that team worked really well together because there was a little bit of everything and Venom. Like I I I like Venom, yeah. but I'm not like a big Venom guy. But I was okay. like I liked how he played in this. So he's he's got a great aesthetic. You know whether you lo- you follow the character or not, Venom's just uh, visually very um, interesting. I find you know the long tongue. That's why the... it did so well. Sorry. That's why he did so well in the yeah. '90s. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he really is, though. I mean, I mean, that's that. That is like a point that, I'll, like, I yeah. I feel like, is so centric to why Venom is yeah. is so well received. Oh no, because he looks cool, man. That's it. That, that, that's exactly. It. Same, same with Ghost Rider. I mean, Ghost Rider looks cool, just visual, visually very cool. Um, his, his covers are amazing. So, um, same, oh, yeah. same kind of thing. Uh, you so would like Ghost Rider in this. I think you'd Sorry? really you'd really like how Ghost Rider looks in this game. Oh, okay. Oh, I'd, I'd love. It. Is he is he a fan? Johnny Blaze or Danny Ketch or Robbie Reyes? Or? He's he's definitely Johnny Blaze. Okay, but just the way he moves is so just intimidating and ridiculous. Yeah, that it just it fits his character really well. Like he kind of looks a little bit more BDSM daddy than he probably should, <laughs> but it, it just fits. It fits the game. I don't oh, know. Gee. I don't know. Leather daddy. I awesome. don't know. <laughs> Um, so story-wise, ooh, it took a bit of a hit here, Joey, with your marking. Um, so sorry, yeah. gameplay was 7 mm-hmm. out of 10. So next one, story. Yes. Yeah, story. So, I, you know, there's a lot of, sorry, I was kind of zigzagging no, through no, no. gameplay. I, yeah. Um, I, th- you know, I think what I'll do eventually is make uh, a more in-depth analysis of the gameplay of this game, an episode about that at some point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Awesome. Uh, e- either way, story. Yeah. Um, man, you know, the, uh, I say this a lot, but I feel like it's a, like playing with action figures. Like you have your set pieces, which are the stages, and then you're just kind of playing with your dudes. You pick your dudes that you like, and then you fight the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what the story is. And the story doesn't have to be good. Yeah, you know, it doesn't really have to be good. But I think the reason why it docked points, especially for this, is because a lot of characters don't get their villains involved in the story okay. as best they could. Yeah. So, like again, I said this about the DLC, but there's no Bushman. There's no yeah. like, uh, there's there's like the big guys. There's like Kingpin and Green Goblin and stuff. But everything yeah. is very like, it happens and then it then it's never talked about. And like, yeah. there's there's some really good character interactions at the beginning, and then it just kind of falls apart. Yeah. But I mean, again, I I don't think that they really could have done no, that much with it. I, I, from from the sounds of it, it looks like I mean because. It looks like the the objective of the game is v- is very simple, you know. And and from just um, talking with you now, it seems more and more that the the appeal for this is the aesthetics and the gameplay and the characters, you know. Um, because how how much can you vary or how much can you um, riff on, you know? Go to one stage, beat the bad guys, go up and up and up and beat the the big guys. You, you know, there's there's not much more to it, right? I mean, right. But there are some really cool surprises. Yeah, I'm, or maybe not surprises, but just like boss fights okay. in general, which is really cool. And I don't know if I should put that in gameplay or story, mm. but like a character I don't care about at all. Like mm. I don't care about Ultron. I don't really give yeah. a damn about Ultron. That's the coolest boss fight in the game. It's so really? sick. Okay. It's it's really fun. Yeah, and and it's fun, but it's not substantial. You know, it's <clears> like. <throat> but one thing I have to say is that this game is exactly this is what they wanted this game to be. They wanted this game to be like a primer. Just like a little bit of fan service mm-hmm, for people, mm-hmm. for newcomers and hardcore fans alike. Yeah. Like when my girlfriend was playing this, she's like, "Oh, this, these are the." It starts with Guardians of the Galaxy, so she's like, "Oh, I know these characters because the MCU." Mm-hmm. And the story is paced like that too. You, it's like, 
M- big MCU presence, then mild MCU presence, big MCU presence, I- you know, Iron Man and whatever. Yeah. And then it just, then, then it goes like Netflix Defenders, and then big mm. MCU presence, and then so on and so that, on. That's pretty cool, actually, because I didn't think about it, but that is such a good point because it is a bit of a balance, isn't it? And, and it sounds like they just really alternate between the two, but um, you, you want to draw in... Because there's nothing worse than I don't know. I, I played. Uh, was it? There's a game on. I think it's yeah, Contest of Champions on on the tablet. Oh yeah, yeah I played game. that too. And it all. I think it's that game. It all seems to be, or, or is it? No, no. Strike Force. Maybe it. It all seems to be very Strike MCU Force is the... centric. You know. Yeah. And and it's very disappointing that you don't get any other, literally any other characters outside of the MCU. And and so it obviously mm-hmm. it's it's catered towards those people that have seen the movies that love it and kind of want to do a bit more, but it doesn't um, uh, pay homage or it doesn't service the the, the comic book fans. Um, so I think right. it is it is quite a balance, isn't it? And um, and it sounds good here that that they do both um, because I'd be happy to see. I'd actually be tough to see the the Netflix people and and start off with Guardians because they're a nice kind of. Um, comfortable group to, to begin with, you know, everyone knows them from mm-hmm. the movies, um, but then to be excited by seeing the likes of, um, I'm just trying to think, MODOK or someone, you know, someone that you don't usually mm-hmm. see in the MCU. That, that, Who fun. is in this too? Yeah, is- MODOK is actually in this too. I don't know if you okay. care about spoilers, but no, no. Uh, I'll try to keep that to a minimum. But either way, the story, it's fun. Like, it's, mm. a, it's a cool little carnival ride of the Marvel Universe. Mm. And, uh, you know, with some friends who hadn't read comic books since the 90s, like, they saw a lot of characters that they were familiar with. And yeah. I think I think a lot of people criticize the roster for being MCU-centric or just the content for being MCU-centric. But, yeah. I mean, how niche can you get before it starts to be like, okay, well, you just brought in, I don't know, what's the um, the, yeah. the mutant, the ice skating mutant in Moon Knight, who Moon Knight fought? Oh, what's her name? Ice skating mutant? Like, oh, redi- what? Uh, she was like an ice like she was like an a professional ice skater, oh. and then <laughs> in the men's oh, run. God, what's her name? Yeah, it was around then. She was like a professional ice skater. Then her career got ruined, and she was really pissed off because she was like really tall. Oh, that's very and, obscure. Oh, God, what's her name? Man, I can't remember that. It's yeah. It's like it's one of the uh, I can't remember her Man, name. It's, it's some loonies will be pulling me. their hair. And it's this. Person. No, I I, yeah. I know because somebody shared one of those. Um, <laughs> top 10 Moon Knight villains oh, and her, and she was on it. Really? God, I can't remember her name. <laughs> but like, either way, it can't be too obscure. It, no. it can't be like, it, it, you'd be hard pressed to find like a, a brother voodoo level, which would be awesome. I would be so, so into that. Mm. But as a whole, I, you know, there's so much to pull from. I think they did a good job. Yeah. And there, there's kind of a little bit more obscure characters like Elsa Bloodstone is oh, in this, which is, is wild. Awesome. I love yeah. her. She's great. Yeah, yeah. She's she's really cool, and then uh, yeah. Chris. I mean, Crystal has her time in the yeah, okay. MCU, yeah. but she's in there. There's a like, I guess Morbius might be considered a little strange. Yeah, uh, to but he's still getting an MCU thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. So. Uh, are there any other downloadable? So have there been another other ones that have come out? I, know, I only know of the Moon Knight one. Have there been? Other yeah, ones? so there's three packs. Yeah. Uh, the first one, the third one hasn't come out yet, but the first one is the Marvel Knights one, mm-hmm. which you which you. That's Punisher, mm-hmm. Blade, Moon Blade. Knight, and uh, Morbius. And Morbius. Yeah. And the second one is an X Men pack, and it's uh, Phoenix slash Jean Grey, Iceman, uh, 
Ed Gambit. Who's the the? I can't think of the the other the last person. Colossus. Oh, Cable. Okay. No, Cable. Okay. No, and then Colossus and and Cyclops are free DLC. Oh, okay. And then the third one is going to be Fantastic According Four. The oh, DLC oh. what the oh. hell? We Thanks, have Google. Special guest, Siri. <laughs> I don't know. That's so weird that Google just reacted. Someone's listening. Yeah, and Fantastic Four um, is obviously the Fantastic Four. but mm-hmm. And then there's a, an open slot that's probably going to be Doctor Doom. Okay. Almost assuredly going to be Doctor Doom. Silver Surfer, maybe? No? No. Uh, just like it's, so there's 13 slots. Yeah. And uh, wait, no. Yeah, there's 13 slots, and then there's four characters per pack. Okay. So the fifth character, it's like the one empty slot hasn't come out yet. Mm-hmm. So it's my guess is that it'll it'll be Doctor Doom with the Fantastic okay. Four, he's which would cool. be cool. It would be good. Yeah. 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 I'm surprised he's so, not one of the big bosses, but yeah. Yeah, maybe in the Fantastic Four DLC. One of the biggest problems with this game, I feel, is that the DLC didn't add stages. Yeah. It just added kind of like modifications to already established gameplay systems yeah which is okay but it doesn't really add that much to the game yeah you know it needed like four or five more stages i think it would have really bumped up the length and replay value yeah so cool so so yeah story five out of ten though sorry backtracking is a bit but yeah five out of ten nice middle of the road uh five out of ten uh now, length here, um, got a pretty good mark here, Joey. So uh, this, this did satisfy you. How, how long did it take you to, to go through this? So it took me about, I think, six, seven hours to beat this story. Okay. Is that, is okay. that an then, average or is that actually longer than usual, potentially? Or? It's probably maybe a little below okay. average, I think. Or a little, like, a, I beat it faster than most people yeah. might have. Because I remember I got this at midnight and I just, like, smashed it (laughs) and um so but the thing is that that, like this game really appealed to my completionism and there's so many things that i wanted to unlock and i kind of figured out how to like really exploit the gameplay in this and it was just kind of it was just fun it was just mindless fun yeah yeah. like i really gotta you know what this is a hard thing to compare it to but like in the age of sort of mobile games Mm -hmm. it does feel like a mobile game in its gameplay loop Okay. Where you kind of do the same things yeah. uh, over and over again, mm-hmm. but it just feels more console pointed, yeah. if that makes sense. Right. So there's just a lot of stuff to do. So it, it depends on what you wanted this game. I think I gave this a lot higher of a score than most people will because I think a lot of people who play this are just going to play through the story and then put it down. Yeah. Maybe dink around with a couple characters, but that's as far I think I feel as it gets. So when you said people. you did six to seven hours, so you un- you unturned every stone. Was that is that kind of thing you, you mentioned? So you completed every you, uh, completed everything that you were satisfied with, or, or was there a lot more still that you could do? But you just thought, now, nah, well, I've completed it to a, to a point, and that's it. I'm happy. So th- that was the nor- the nor- like the normal difficulty because, yeah. like I said, when you beat the game, you do the whole game again in a higher difficulty, and then another one, and so I got all the items and ran around, got all the chests, beat all the bosses in the critical path, yeah. and then did some infinity rifts. It took me probably about, in the base game, it probably took me about 30, uh, no, maybe not even that much, 20, 24 to 30 hours to get everything, and it took probably about 
40 hours total to get all the characters to max level and get all that wow. kind of stuff. Okay. But I was pretty efficient. Like, I figured out a way to level everything up uh, pretty quickly post-game. Oh, nice. So, but then I just kind of grinded over and over. I, just, I was just like trying to get the best ISO 8s, and then yeah. um, when the expansion came out, I played that for a long time and added a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, I don't so, know. So, so what the, um, sorry, the, um, so the eight and, a, eight and a half that you gave it, the high mark, was because of, um, just because uh, it was hard enough to, to, to do, but you, but you managed to still attain everything, obtain everything that you wanted. Yeah. And you know what? I, I think I kind of conflated this with replay value because I don't think I saw it yet. <laughs> so I gave replay value a 7.5. Ah, uh, okay. Right. And I gave this an 8.5, so let's average that out. Okay. No, nice, nice, eight. <laughs> nice 8. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I'll, I'll skip ahead of difficulty for a second. Sure. I'll talk about replay value. And it's like, I don't know, most things that you unlock, and there's a lot of them, but most things are a little bit arbitrary. Like some of the, the highest, the hardest infinity rifts are costumes, like alternate costumes. Mm-hmm. And... You have to do a lot of extra stuff to get them, and it's kind of a big pain, and it doesn't really feel like a huge reward. Mm-hmm. But to me, my enjoyment was just checking off those boxes, getting this, getting that. Yeah. And so that gameplay loop was just really addicting and fun, and like the farming, like the oh, same the rift aspects. over and over again, yeah, right. was kind of fun. Well, I, don't, good, I, I may just have a sickness. So, yeah, it's good. So <laughs> some people might find it quite monotonous and... and and not be bothered with all that sort of stuff. That, that, that's encouraging. Yeah. Yeah, I really like the team building, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, granted, at the end of the day, it is fairly shallow because there's only, like, eight styles of attacks, and each character has a brand of those styles. Mm-hmm. Like, Cyclops's beam is the same thing as Captain Marvel's. just looks different. Yeah. Pretty much, there's different properties but you know how it goes but either way that was a lot of fun like trying i I was on the discord the marvel ultimate alliance 3 discord for a while with this game and i had a lot of fun just chatting and trying to build and edit teams to see what would would be the most fun and just using my own characters who i like the most my i wrote these characters by the way i created them Uh (laughs) i don't know if you know this but i uh that was a lot of fun too so cool. I, I think that ties ties into it. So yeah, I would give that about an eight or okay. so. Fantastic. Replay value and length. No worries. Um, just difficulty. Nice. Um, how are we going? You had three to seven here. How it feels? Yeah. So I think this game is very easy. I think even the hardest Infinity Rifts, and I've I haven't done all the ones in the second pack yet because I just kind of put so much into this game and my backlog is huge so i haven't played the x-men pack that just came out very much but i don't think anything is very hard the things that i think are going to be very hard to other people it's just a matter of putting the right chips on your character at the right time Mm -hmm. which you can change at any point so it's just really exploitable but it's but it's fun it feels like a jrpg like an old final fantasy or something in that way because it's more about planning than skill in that sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are things like dodging and shielding that, you know, so you don't take damage and, you know, whatever. 
But you could sort of circumvent that by giving your character oh, like a ton a, of defense. Yeah, yeah, right. So you can take a lot of hits. Like Moon Knight, for instance, can kind of... You know, exactly, yeah. yeah. Who is actually not really like a tank character in this, but for... for I think he, it's weird. His gameplay functions kind of like how I thought it would. Mm-hmm. Like, he's kind of jack-of-all-trades. Yeah. Master of none. Yeah. So, like, one one thing you can do in this game to make everything a joke give Deadpool or maybe even Wolverine uh, chips that increase, that make people target him and then reduce his damage and then everyone attacks him and then he just heals it or it's just, it's busted. That's that's cool. And yeah, yeah, you, you want to make the computer that because the computer takes less damage. So you just, you make an AI Deadpool and then give him all those chips and then he just sits there and eats the boss basically. (laughs) Is that, is so that, I think I that's think that's a nice little like repo, nice little tactic. That's a nice little strategy. Yeah, that's my tidbit of info for yeah, you yeah, if yeah. you ever play bit this and get stuck. Well, to, to loonies out there as well. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> you could use Moon Knight too, actually, for this. It, it, mm-hmm. it, this this is just the most efficient. Like it, you could just do you could pretty much do that with whatever character you want. Mm-hmm. But you could do with Moon Knight. I, th- I think I would be okay with that. Yeah. He's good. He's all right. Cool. He's okay. Um, yeah. So. Right, so difficulty, uh, more about planning, yeah, more about skill. Original. Yeah, so three out of ten or seven out of three ten. Out of, yeah, sorry, three, I just wanted. Yep, sorry. Well, so what that means is like I think in terms of how easy the game is or mm. how hard the game is, three out of ten. But for like how the game feels and how the difficulty is relative to pl- the gameplay is about a seven out of ten. So it okay. feels good. Okay, I think it gives you challenge when it should, and it it's exploitable. So you can never really get stuck if you just know the right strategy. Okay, so. Oh, no, that's pretty cool. Um, originality, you know, this is quite... Im- well, it's pretty hard because it, it, it's the third part of, you know, Ultimate Alliance. So I'm sure it can't deviate too much from it. Um, uh, what are your thoughts here on... Um, it's like anything else that's Marvel, honestly. Like, yeah. it tries to innovate in some ways, but yeah, okay. it just kind of appeals to everybody. Mm. Um, but it's an interesting... Like, the gameplay is an interesting take on the classic. Okay. So, it's a good... I, you know, in a way, it's a progression of the series, and in a, it's like two steps forward, one step back. Mm-hmm. There's a couple things. Like, they took out certain ty- kinds of attacks in this game that could have really had a really interesting rock-paper-scissors mechanic. Yeah. But they didn't do that. Ah. Okay. So that's the thing. So middle of the road here, the 5 out of 10 for that. Yeah, very, yeah because I feel like it just doesn't really know what it fully wants to do. Mm. I think this game should have been full-on like Path of Exile Diablo style. Kind of like how um, Marvel Heroes was. Okay. It's like a kind of a MMO almost. Yeah. So I think I feel like if it just did more of that, like it, you know... It had a little bit more of that, the ISO... Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention this. Managing your ISOs in this game, is it just makes me want to slap myself. Oh, it's, it's it, like There's so many things. It's so clunky. Yeah. It's it, like it, You can only delete a certain amount at once. You get so many. It's just hard to navigate. It's just... It's unnecessarily complicated. Right. Ah. What's up, I got? So there we are. Yeah, it's, it is. It is indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, we've, we've got a couple, just a couple to go here. Um, comparisons with numbers one and two. Um, 
you enjoyed this one out of out of them all. Is that because, as you said, it's yeah. an improvement? Um, obviously, well, despite what you said about the graphics, things would have progressed, um, and so it just would have been an improvement overall, right? Um, technically, yeah, I think logically that would happen anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know, like the graphics would be better; it'd be more streamlined. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I think it feels the most fun because mm-hmm. the old games are really slow. If you this one feels the most skill based, although that's debatable but you know it, it does kind of lack the magic and wonder that the old games had because when that first game came out i was like whoa this is like all the heroes yeah and you get to play um <laughs> and you could build a team with like Iceman and moon knight <laughs> so sick and yeah. so like you know that that's kind of wore off a little bit in the age of mobile games. Like, you were talking about Strike Force and Contest of Champions, and I feel like those games pretty much fill that same niche with a different sort of lens, but it is kind of the same thing in, 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 in essence. Yeah. A bunch of heroes, you pick your favorites, and you beat a bunch of stuff up. Yeah. Yeah, no, no that, that's understandable. Um, Okay, so then we, I guess we, we finish up then on personal enjoyment. Um, it sounds like it, it is quite, I mean, Looney's as well, it'd be great to hear from you as well, those that have played the game, what are your thoughts? Um, Joey, you've kind of painted a, a really nice uh, picture here of it. it. It seemed like thoroughly worthwhile. Um, for those that do, that do like the MCU and the comic book side of the characters, of course, is that you did say as well. It, it kind of plays it safe a little, like Marvel, Marvel it style. Does. It, it has to. Yeah. Um, so nothing too over the top and original. But uh, generally, it, it, I, I get a positive impression from you for this game. Um, so. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you've got two uh, ratings here. Um, can you explain the, the differences here? Yeah, and first of all, you do an awesome job of just summarizing everything that I took an hour and a half to explain, <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> I mean, literally, like, I just, I shouldn't speak. No, no. You, I should just channel all my thoughts give, to you. You give the, the, the technical, <laughs> I mean, all the, the technical stuff that I, have, I would not be able to speak about, and I know a lot of gamers and loonies out there um, uh, thoroughly, uh, you know, knowing and understanding and engaging all these technical details that you're saying with gameplay and, and just games in general. So it's really, really good to hear. It's really good to hear. Um, but yeah, so uh, the two different two different ratings you got. You got an actual rating, and then you've got a, a slightly higher one. Uh, personal, yeah. So my personal rating is probably about a seven and a half or eight out of ten because I put so much time into this. You know, that's high. No, I'm giving it a <laughs> well, no overall rating. It's a six point five, but yep. I got a lot of enjoyment out of it. So. And a lot of that was because I put so much effort into it. Yep. Because for some reason, I just like really wanted this game to, to happen, yep. to make it a thing. And I really forced it on my friends and really <laughs> forced it on like yep. community. I stayed active in the community. So it's hard to say that that's part of the game. Mm-hmm. So I will say that the game itself is probably about a six, six and a half. Okay. It's very lacking in a lot of ways, but it's still satisfying. And I think that... It's not quite a game that like you could boot up and play with your friends and have like the best time ever mm. unless everybody was really into it. Yeah. And one of the issues that I think I didn't really t- touch on is the camera sucks a lot more than it should, no. especially in local. So if you do play this game, Ray, and you play with your friend or mm-hmm. your partner, whomever, uh, or if, if you're 
if your kid is old enough to play this by the time you get a Switch. Probably, uh, that's probably the most viable. Probably, <laughs> right, right. Or it gets like a, a phone port, which it probably will in like 30 years, but, or 10 years, 5 years. But e- either way, like, I think it could be really frustrating to play with people for no reason, mm. and that definitely killed a lot of it, because uh, to me, I think this game should have been more, like, kind of like a, uh, you know, like a Turtles in Time level beat em up where you you play it and like it's simple enough to pick up but it's like a little tough to master mm. and everybody gets into it you know so it's not yeah. quite that level but it's fun cool no that's um that's really cool no i mean definitely i want to at some point in my life play this game so <laughs> um we'll get there joey we'll get there um it's just okay i might be an old man old man rag here so uh, <laughs> so saying you can play local yeah obviously you can play online right with other people yeah 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 and you could play through the story online so like theoretically yeah. if you got the game i could play with you yep. although there might be lag issues depending yeah. on your connection and how the servers are but yeah, yeah you can do that okay. and so that's an option yeah and I could even level my characters to level one again to make it so like my dudes aren't super busted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. While so, your guys new, are super uh, weak. Yeah, start a new game. Oh, oh, sorry. Final rating then, Joey. Then because um, we are a Moon Knight podcast. Moon Knight. Uh, I'm sure you played him a lot in it. How would you rate his yes. overall? You mentioned uh, some of his, um, mm. you know, moves and stuff were generic, as are many many of the characters across it all. But um, how did you find him? And Disappointed, no Bushman, no Moon-centric, Moon Knight-centric um, backdrops. Um, what would you give me? Uh, I would give him the same rating I'd give the game, yep. like a six and a half. Okay. Like, he's pretty good. He's very viable on a lot of teams. His problem is just, like, why use him when there are better characters to that role unless yeah. you really like unless him? Like but him. he's not so bad Yeah. Like that you really feel like he's a, a crutch, you know? Yeah. And I think his portrayal is decent enough for what's in the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't expect Moon Knight to have 50 times more content than everybody else because mm. that'd be unfair. Yeah. I would like that, but <laughs> that's, not the, that's not the reality of the situation. Yeah. So, like, his alternate costume is kind of the Ellis Mr. run, no- sort of. Oh, the, uh, the Shelby. The no, black, I the wish it was Mr. Knight. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it looks a little bit like that mixed with... Um, a little bit like that mixed with the Houston, actually. Just a little bit. Okay. So... So a little, you know, a little bit like that, but and then his like palette swap is just like an all black costume, which I think, I think was kind of a, a pseudo nod to Batman. Oh, I swear to God, really? <laughs> somebody was doing that. They're like, well, what if we just made Moon Knight's costumes black? Oh wow, Moon Knight's costume black, yeah. and then who can really tell the difference? <laughs> Just Fair to continue enough. that. But it really seems like the developers really had a, a, a finger to the pulse of what Moon Knight fans wanted. I feel like this, that's the case for a lot of these characters oh, that's in good. this game, which is good. Which is what, you, really what you'd want. You, you don't want someone who just read, I don't know, just wiki on the character and just decided to try and emulate him. No, no, that, 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 that's a real yes. good nod and uh, pays respect to the fans. So no, that's good to hear. Um, well, there you go, loonies. That, I think that wraps up our Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Joey, a massive thank you, sir. You are a fountain of knowledge when it comes to this. It, of it's useless knowledge. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> of useless knowledge. No, no, you. it's fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> I can't believe it's so thorough. It's great. Um, one of the previous episodes, I'm not sure if you listened to it, we did a uh, the toy figure review. I had Brian Warshaw. What is it good for? Absolutely. Absolutely. 
to me. On. And he, oh, um, I did listen. Yeah, very good. He was very well versed with um, with the action figures. So uh, similar to that, I'm I'm very um, privileged to have you on on this show talking about the the game the games here. Uh, absolutely welcome on in in any future episodes, Joey. That that you like, even if it's Thanks, a, if man. it's an issue. I know that you you know you, you do love the uh, the comics as well in general. Yeah, I would love to just like puke. Moon Knight knowledge all over you, <laughs> or not knowledge, but Moon Knight opinions yeah. all over you, oh, which I did all over the Discord. I just like diarrhea blasted all over that Discord wow. when I first joined. Let's let's, uh, <laughs> let, let's just puke over each other then over, over the issues. That would be that'd be fun. I could think of nothing. That would be nothing less. Um, so a massive thank you, Joey. Uh, look, before we go, uh, where can where can loonies find you apart from obviously the ITK community, and how can they get in contact with you and and also listen to you? Okay, so you guys can check us out on Spotify, uh, Jump and Shoot, mm-hmm. and it's the actually the ampersand, unfortunately. I tried to make the search better, but I think if you search Jump and Shoot podcast, it still should come up, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. we're on Spotify, we're on SoundCloud, um, I'll give you the link so you could throw Absolutely. it in the description. Uh, we have a Discord, but the easiest way to get in contact with me or just see like a compendium of our information is just on our Twitter so it's twitter.com slash podcast jump. Mm-hmm. And you can just check us out from there and get all the links. Uh, I've been trying to get stuff for more things for international listeners because I don't think SoundCloud is very easy for a lot of people in the UK and abroad. Oh, really? Oh. Uh, um, so. Yeah, uh, uh, over here in Australia, it's fine. I'm, I'm not too sure about over in the UK. But, um, yeah. Anyway, I mean, like... We, we can provide... I mean, there are many ways you can catch them. Spotify is a main... Like, I'm sure a lot of people are on Spotify anyway, so... Um. Yeah, and SoundCloud is all free. I would never charge anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm uploading all my stuff to YouTube too, so mm-hmm. it, I think that that's the easiest sort yeah. of... Yeah, YouTube as Sort well. of way. So, um, yeah, as, as Joey mentioned, we'll have all that in the show notes. You can just easily access any of that. Um, yeah, uh, so next phase, Looney's... It's another Lunar Pick new comic book review. We are um, throwing caution to the wind and to the moon for the phases of the moon. We're going to be looking at Conan Serpent War issue four. Uh, we'll be inviting again High Priestess Conchu Rebecca back on. It was a lot of fun speaking about issue three. We could I have need her to back start on. That. Joe, are you enjoying it at the moment? Serpent War. I and uh, you know what? I I picked up the first two episodes and I just I haven't. Or issues I, I always call them episodes, <laughs> yeah. but I, I picked up the first couple issues and I just haven't read them yet. I didn't even finish Contagion because I'm a stupid idiot. Oh, you can don't worry, there's <laughs> so, no rush for that. <laughs> I can skip it, I can skip yeah. it. Okay, um, no, it, it, well, Soap and War is a lot of fun. Um, I won't say any more, don't want to spoil any, any um, thing, but we'll be it'll be concluding next week, so we'll be covering that last issue. Um, as always, Loonies, we are part of the collective. You can catch a lot of really great podcasts out there, They're, apart from Jump and Shoot as well, which is, is fantastic. Oh, we should get you onto the collective as well. Why not? You know? <laughs> yeah, that'd be dope. Uh, um, you can catch uh, pod- podcasts like Inner Demons, the Ghost Rider podcast. Uh, there's also Nexus of All Realities, the Man Thing podcast, or uh, TV podcast industry is all about the TV shows for Marvel and DC uh yeah you can catch them all we're all part of uh, we like to 
bounce ideas together. We like to support each other. So you might see a lot of cross-promotion. You might see a lot of guests um, or special guests. Um, it's all good. Check it out. It's in the description as well. Uh, and finally, you can catch us on email, itkmoonot at gmail, but also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, as mentioned before, we have a Patreon page. Uh, we're on Podchaser as well, so if you use that to, to listen to your podcasts, we're all on there. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we look forward to hopefully having you on board and listening to Moon Knight. Um, Joey, it has been an absolute pleasure. What time is it over there? Likewise. It is 5.41 in the morning. Oh, my But I'm gosh. usually... Don't stress yourself. I'm usually up at this time. My work schedule is funky. Oh, so yeah, but you've been on. Good. You've been up an hour and a half before this as well. So, <laughs> um, oh, hey, it is what it is. Yeah, so a massive thank you. Um, Just want to chat with my friends, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can I, you know what? Can I sit? Can I get on a soapbox for just one second? Yeah, I sure. just want to say one thing. Absolutely. Um, I, w- I need to throw a fan cast out out here. Uh, I know I hate fan casting, dude. I, you know, like I feel like uh, <laughs> I feel like Chad shares this sentiment with me. But um, I really like it, it, if you're not going to have a Jewish actor, a Jewish American actor play Moon Knight, just get Shazad Latif to play him, dude. He'd be perfect. He does the duality thing so well. Yeah, and I just I want it. You know, if you're not going to have a Jewish dude. Douches Ad Latif. Give this who, man roles. You know what? Who was this the man who was even this, Moon Knight. Who was this guy? Uh, he's probably best known for playing Lieutenant Tyler on Discovery, Star Trek Discovery. Okay, right. He's he's really good. He's I think he'd be perfect for for either Mark Spector or just nice. in the MCU in general. I'm gonna have to look him up and I'll add him again to the show notes as well. Oh, I have no idea who. Um who he is, uh, but I know there's a lot of Trekkies uh, in, in the Looney camp as well. Uh, interesting, interesting, Joey. I'm going to have to, I love, well, I don't love fan casting, but I, <laughs> <laughs> but it is fun to see people come up with stuff. So we've had um, people in the community, Arnie Hammer, Adrian Brody, you know, obviously Daniel Radcliffe I as well, that. Yeah. all that sort of stuff. So it's not going to be too long before we get some news, my man. It's going to be pretty exciting yeah, stuff. Soon. I, you know what I have to say, since the showrunner and everything was kind of announced, my hype got a little sedated. Uh, really? Yeah. Uh, i got to be honest. But you know what? Maybe that's better because mm. maybe the less hype I have, yes, th- the more neutral yep. blank slate I'll have going into the yeah, show. Yeah, the less expectations. So we'll the le- Yeah, true, true. Oh, yeah, actually. I've got to temper my expectations as well. So uh, maybe that's a good thing. I'll... I'll uh... Yeah. And can we get the leader to do the theme song? How is that not a thing yet? How will we not push this? <laughs> I hear, I hear. I, I, uh, yeah, that's it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a deleter campaign. I'm gonna spread the word. Uh, shout out to good mate there, Noel <laughs> Looney Tunes. Uh, you guys have got to be, you got to, got to be the Moon Knight guys for sure. <laughs> yeah, I just think it's hilarious how I listen to his band, yeah. like as a teenager. And I had no idea he wow. was in it until I, I like, it, it was just a really funny circumstance. That is so that, that, cool. that turned out to be the case. That's a buzz. That would be a buzz, man. Far out. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. I, I was like, yeah, I was like really into to Kill Sadie when I was a teenager. And he was like, that was my band. And I was like, oh, oops. <laughs> I remember, I remember that on Discord you were talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I was, well, yeah, on one of the, yeah. 
Awesome. Well, anyway, Lunas, yeah. we've got to get out of here. As always, uh, thanks again, Joey. Brilliant stuff. May Conchie. No worries. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> May Conchie watch over the denizens of the night. Catch you later. and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.